Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Some people are so broken, they get mad at you for being whole. Anonymous. I just want to say that the quickest way to destroy your dreams or your spirit is to compare yourself to other people, be jealous of other people, or not champion other people for their successes. Those are dream killers. We need to, and one of our guests said it, I believe it was London who talked about during COVID taking care of herself 
and learning things about herself because she was spending time with herself during that time. A lot of us were. It's so important to champion yourself to yourself. It's so important to let go of these ideas of people being better than you or having more success or this, that. You don't know people's internal lives. Champion everybody. Feel good about everybody's success. And jealousy, sit in your own uniqueness. There's nobody out here that's you. There's nobody out there that can be you. And your uniqueness is your greatness. And comparing yourself to someone else and their success, that's none of your business. Focus on your business. Mind your business. Understand that we all have a purpose. We all have a reason to be here and we all contribute to this world. You're special. You're unique. And you are enough. And more importantly, you are whole. Today, I will practice self-care and making myself whole. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. This is beyond a treat, ladies and gentlemen. Beyond a treat, okay? Um, There's two things going on with um, our next guest that's coming on, because I need to big her up for a minute. You guys just need to hold tight and be patient for a second. This is about manifesting your dreams. This is about someone using the power of the word, which we all know, and saying that they're going to do something and then they come back to the show with the project that they said they were going to do something with. Again, your thoughts, your words, they turn into things. I've had the absolute pleasure of over 20-something years. I will never forget getting a phone call at Ripley Grill Studio in Manhattan from Ty Johnston. Didn't even, I, I did not know Ty. And Ty said she was working with Trina, the artist, and she wanted to talk to me about private sessions with Trina. Somehow from that led to me coming to Atlanta to do work down there. Um, I did an event for Ty. I did acting sessions, whatever Ty asked me to do, because Ty is the truth. Y'all don't understand. This is my soul sister number nine. So I can tell me one more time. Because <laughs> I'm old school. But I want y'all to stand up and put your hands together for an amazing, extraordinary human being, spiritual being, but inclusive producer, writer, director, professor, ladies and gentlemen. Professor, please, my sister for eternity, Ty Johnston Thank you, Tracy. I wish a word of that, Ty. Tracy, you know what? It's something about you, you know, receiving your text this morning. I was on my morning walk, right? And I was just trying to just melt down in that grace and just trying to find myself in the peace and listen to those birds chirping early this morning. And when I got that text message from you and I was walking and 
man, you just made my heart just sing because, you know, people like you and all of us that are on this, you know, show today, it's, it's a chance of a lifetime for us to be able to uniquely bond and share, you know, one common goal together and, and be able to reap the, the fruits of our labor and see the vision. And, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to be here. I'm all of us to just, you know, have this moment and come on, y'all, let's just fellowship in this thing. Oh my God. Well, we are, I'm, I'm giving, I'm not giving you flowers. I'm going to give you a garden, a botanical oh. garden. That's what you get today. Give me okay? some miracle grow, girl. Yes. You <laughs> leave with a botanical garden. <laughs> because I came on our show. You can check her out in the archives of the Spirited Actor podcast and we talked about producing, but we talked about directing. And ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Ty has directed her first featured film called A Taste of Betrayal. Ooh. And, oh, my God, she, she, she invited me to the table read, and I met her stellar cast. So I want to, first, I want to talk to you about, because it's a thriller, you guys, so I don't want to give anything away. I'm going to let. Ty and the cast talk about it, but how was it? Because as a director, comedy, drama, but thriller is on a whole other tip. And especially when your character plays one person in the beginning, and then they have that whole other side that we see, that's a chance of a lifetime for an actor. So how was it directing your cast and just, you know, what was your process in getting the, you got the script and how'd it go from there? Man, you know, well, I'm so I'm so thankful that it's turned out is right. Um, at first, when we received the script, it was a little bit of a struggle. Um, you know, putting together the right people to make this work. You know, the right team and anything that we do, it has to be you know the the right synergy. And so we had some bumps and some bruises, but you know, like once we were able to just fine tune what we needed, boom! In two weeks, like. We was on set. I was like, oh, my God, we got London. We got Danielle. We got Niji. We got the O'Shea. And I was just I was so excited just to be in front of this cast. And, you know, a thriller is not easy. Right. Um, Right. You know, of course, we all know that films are shot out of sequence. So it's like the first day we were shooting the end of the movie. And everybody was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like we was just trying to get together our bond, you know, and find that, you know, that that family synergy on set. And we didn't really have that much time for um, prep. You know, we Mm -hmm. did do uh, the table read, of course. And, you know, we we had some small sessions that, you know, they all try to get together, the actors, you know, prior to. And Danielle, we had her on Zoom because she was in L.A. shooting at the wow. time and we was, you know, patching her in and just trying to find that that vibe, you know, right. inside of the story. Right. Right. Um, but once we started, there was just no stopping. I mean, we shot this film in about 10 days and. It, it was strenuous, you know, and it's because you're always faced with timing and right. because a thriller just has so many particular pivotal moments, it's like you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. And we were trying to find those rhythms within um, our time frame during our days of shooting, because, of course, what you see on camera, you got something completely else different going on in the background. Right. So um, it was the balance, trying to find the balance. And for me directing this, um, 
I love challenges, you know, so, so I wanted, I didn't want a love story, you know, it's like, oh, that's so sweet. You know, I wanted right. the happiness, like give it to me raw. You know, yeah. there was a lot of um, uh, emotions throughout all these characters. And I mean, it, it, it shows up. The trailer so, being released, you know, everybody's excited. So um, I don't right. know what to say. It's like I can't wait. I'm. I mean, <laughs> I'm. I'm going to be honest with you. The you know, um, the title is very enticing. A taste of betrayal. That right there, I'm already engaged. And then to know it's a thriller, I'm really super engaged. I love thrillers. How many pages did you shoot a day in ten days? Ooh, and man. how many pages was the script? Well, the script was about 86 pages, uh, I think okay. 89 pages, if I'm not mistaken. Right, guys? And yeah. um, we were really struggling for, let me say this, we had nine days with a, I want to say a 10-day pickup, right? Okay. So um, a 10th day being a pickup day, and that was just a little bit, uh, you know, stretched from the original production dates. But we were trying to knock down uh, at least 12 pages a day. We were aiming for like That's 16 amazing. and we were not cut, coming close. Because <laughs> by the time it came to lunchtime and we had some good food, and everybody was like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay, <laughs> we got to get back to work. You know, and then it's just like um, lights, camera, action. We got to go get it. And I know when we got down to the very last day, it was, it was, pretty, um, it was pretty heavy. You know, yeah. just because you're under so much pressure. And then that last day of shoot, you know, I didn't leave set until five o'clock in the morning, maybe five thirty in the morning, going over with my other producers, you know, hey, we still got 16 more pages to shoot. What in the world are we going to do? So we yeah. had to really you know, this is the side that people don't see of mm -hmm. still making the story make sense. And what do we need to keep in the story? Right. That's what right. do we need to keep to make this thing still thrive and have legs? Right. And and for us to be able to see the wonders of the performances of all the characters. So, um, hey, we I applaud you for that. I applaud you for the days that you guys shot. I applaud you for the budget. And I just have to put a plug in here. That's why Inside the Black Box was created, because I want we know the problems. I want the solutions. And one of the solutions yeah. that I want is workable budgets for people of color. I think that, you know, I came in this business with She's Gotta Have It, my first film, Just Another Girl on the IRT. We were begging right. for money and, and equipment, right? right? So today, why are we still doing it when we have quality directors, quality performers, quality actors? It doesn't make any sense to me. So that's what I'm, I'm that's my, I don't want to say fight, that is my challenge that I continue to have. And that's why Inside the Black Box was created to bring this awareness so that, come on, you guys, it's about, we're in 2023. Um, I would love for you to introduce your outstanding cast. And um, I, I want to ask a general question that all of them can answer. So A Taste of Betrayal starring... 
Taste of Betrayal, starring, we have the um, the wonderful, incredible, introducing, she hasn't, she's been seen on television before, of course, but we have London Delicious Charles, who plays our lead as Candace, okay? Candace is giving it to y'all. I don't know what else to say, but I connected with this character. So many parts of this film that I watched and seeing her, um, her performance, when I tell you, it gives me chills still mm -hmm. today you know um have having to have the one-on-one -on -one private sessions on set you know with all of them and i i love how all of the characters you know everybody was so in tune and hey what would you like what would you like you know what do you want to wow. see not this is what i want to do you know right it was great yeah. suggestions and it was a collective um yeah. uh, decision amongst everybody because you still want people to feel comfortable, right? Um, right? Of course, you have uh, the uh, the opposite of her, which is her husband, <laughs> and his name is Ben, right? Which is O'Shea Russell, and it's from uh, the Tyler Perry uh, TV hit show, All of the Queen's Men. Woo -woo. Mm -hmm. So, O'Shea, we thank you, of course. Yes. We have the glorious Miss Danielle LaRoche, Okay, this is beautiful mommy to be, and you have seen her face many of times, but you probably recognize her from BET Zatima, right? And she mm -hmm. is just a phenomenal actress. When I tell you she's a gem, she has it, she knows what mm -hmm. she's doing, she carries it all the way out, and I mean, you just see that in A Taste of Betrayal, right? Yeah. If you watch that trailer one more time, and you see that she is shouting for her life. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I my 13-year-old, she's like, oh, my God. She was like, her scream is goals. I said, <laughs> what? Between the scream and her saying, being that drunk saying, I love you. I <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, Daniel? True story, before we in introduce your last lovely outstanding actress, but Danielle, um, there's an actress, her name is Ileana Douglas, right? She's a white actress. Ileana was looping in a studio and her on her resume, it said, great screamer. <laughs> Robert De Niro heard her scream and she got cast in, um, oh my God, the movie with the river, oh God. Cape Fear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Cheek off. She yeah. that's how she got the job. She did not audition. He heard her in the studio. So incredible. great screamer needs to be on your resume. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you. I told my mama I would get paid for that one day. <laughs> yeah, that's a skill. Listen, don't play. You know I'm a casting director. You could get everything is negotiable. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, Chase. Because Sigoni Weaver got a million dollars for shaving her head in Alien. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make me take this hat and this wig off. I sh I shave mine. <laughs> I would wave be gone. <laughs> oh my gone. god. And, and we we have um the most talented, this young lady, she is up and coming. I love her to death. You know, she was right Hello. there from the very beginning when I said it takes a special person to be in this role and unique 
definitely you had to find her. And uh, one of our one of our producers handpicked her. She says, I got somebody for you. I said, who? And she said, Niji. And she's official. And I'm like, oh, wow. yes, yeah. Niji official. Here she is. Thank you so much. She is so beautiful. And I'm so happy for the entire cast. I'm I'm so excited for you guys. I feel like, you know, as a casting director, I'm always at the beginning stages, you know, the white pages, and then we get to the screening. Um, however, in this situation, to be to for Ty to invite me into the reading and to see it in the embryo stages, it was phenomenal. And I had never met and Niji before. So that was a really great treat for me. But I've seen Danielle, London, and O'Shea's work. So my expectations were already up here for you guys. Um, but you all exceeded the expectations. So I can't wait to see it. Um, for all of you, whoever wants to jump in first, um, and again, being a thriller, how um, did you prepare for your character? Oof, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been, I don't oh, yeah um I don't I, I would I would have to say it's experience um not necessarily dealing with the same type of situation but dealing with the same type of hurt um and knowing what that hurt can feel like um and then just trying to embody that um to be able to deliver it on screen excellent yeah for London, are you going to go no, go ahead, Danielle. London can go next. She's so pretty. Okay. Um, for myself, I immediately began to journal and create the backstory of where this girl came from. Who was she in high school? Was she like? Did she have both parents? Did she, you know, was she talkative? Was she obnoxious? Did how did her friends receive her? Because I think for me in the script, the first thing I do is I get that script and I look at what everyone says about me, right? And that gives mm -hmm. me that groundwork. And I think that especially when you're doing a thriller, you know, it's easy to just like, oh, I want to give the fear. But the depth and the layers for me are what give people that full, you know, because mm. I, a, a good movie, you know, is as much as people want to say, oh, this is the antagonist. This is the protagonist. When you leave the end of that movie and you're like, who was right and who was right. wrong? Like, you know, because right. everyone gave so many layers and there was so much conviction behind each scene and everyone came from such a true place. So for me, it was about creating those layers and just, you know, giving my character more than what was on the page. I always say when I get a script, the writer, you know, the the editors, they put the black on the page, the, the, the words. It's my job to fill in all the white. That's so, right. Within yeah. each letter, within each crevice, uh, it's my job to bring the essence of, you know, and, and for an actor, for me, it's those moments when you aren't speaking, you yeah. know, those moments where it's just sitting on you and it's resting on you. So I think in this thriller where, you know, I'm a great screamer and this and that, it's, it's you know, in the blink of an eye or just the essence of how these two characters feel when they stand next to each other and just creating that depth and allowing it to just float to the surface when you get there. Because once I get on set, I'm not looking at my notes. I'm not looking at the work. I've gone so deep that when I get on yeah. set, it just rises to the top and I can let it go. That's excellent. And I have to say, you know, credit to to tie for creating a space like that, because yeah. I'm sure all of you are working actors. You've worked with a, a plethora of directors and you know, not everyone is like that. And as yeah. an acting coach, I've come right. on the set because my clients have hired me because the director has not given them anything. <laughs> so they need to, you know, um, but that's excellent. I love that. London. Hey, hey. Um, I had unique preparation. First of all, I was, 
in a very depressed state. So I was able to pull my own life experiences. Um, being hurt, as Niji stated, helped with that. But I think that I have to give the credit to both Ty and the acting coach that they um, provided us with, Diana mm-hmm. Lovell. Like, this was the most amazing thing to have people around you who didn't just have an expectation of you, but they also, they motivated you. They wanted this to be awesome, not just for them and for their project, but for you and your experience as an actress or an actor. So they made my job much easier because they were there on hand from beginning to end. And this was new for me being in a thriller and being the lead. That was like a lot of pressure, especially I was standing next to, Danielle and then O'Shea and even Niji. So it was a lot of pressure, but I think it was a collective that prepared yeah. for that. It's a great, a, a great support system. Very yes. great support yeah. system. Yeah, for sure. O'Shea. Yo, yo, What's yo, up? it's your boy. O'Shea in the building. Uh, first, I joined late, so I just want to say hey to all the ladies and anybody <laughs> who's hey. on here. Um, you all look beautiful Hi. as always. To um, you, thank you. Thank you. It's okay. I'm at I'm at work, so I'm a little rough. You know, what I'm saying catch me a little later on at night. You know, I clean up good. <laughs> but um, I'll say even joining the team, I was one of the last ones to join the team. Um, so I wasn't afforded like a great deal of time to be able to actually settle real hard into the script. And um, but I can say after meeting uh, the cast, we did have that uh, table read and where Danielle was in LA doing what she doing. Cause she thinks she better than everybody. <laughs> oh um, but uh, but at that, at that read, I was able to fill out so many voids that I had uh-huh. because I can feel the characters. I could, I could actually see the presence of everybody um, in that one setting. And then every day at work, we got to meet each other and you can just oh, feel God. the vibes and it just allowed everything. Like you said, that synergy that was, that was at work. It was so, it was great. Like at all times, everybody's energy was great. Like the expectations was great. Like everybody was professional. Everybody was there. Like it was almost like it, being on this cast reminded me of like when I used to watch the Power Rangers, because you got, Every Power Ranger is different, but they all hold the same value. But right. when they come together, they create this massive Megatron, yeah. right? And, like, that's why I feel every day I came to work with this cast. Like, everybody's gift was just so phenomenal. But when it came together and, like, this, the unselfishness that was there, the, the pleasantry that was there, like, it was it was nice. Like, it was great. And then it's, this is my first movie. Like, to land my first movie... And it to be like the way that it is, and like watching that trailer the other day, man, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm putting the trailer on IG. I wanted to talk yeah. to you guys first, though. Yeah, after after watching that trailer, and I've watched myself, you know, now you know, millions of times in many different ways. But like, right. it was something. It was something about this that it was. It was. It was nice. Like it was very fulfilling to see. And and I ain't talking about just for me, but just watching that trailer. Period. You know, mm-hmm. the normal part is one thing, but like the trailer through and through was like, oh, I know that I know I thought this was like I knew I knew it was tight, but like, oh, this is like this is nice. Oh yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tiffany Edwards. It was a beautiful script to yeah. come to life. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Tiffany. Yes, yes. Amazing. Yeah, it was dope. And I gotta give props to my my castmates because like I said, I was kind of dead inside 
And O'Shea, he always got on my nerve because he was the funny one. And then Niji, she babied me. She was always just so gentle and so sweet. Danielle, she pushed me to the limits. Like, you gonna get it and you gonna get it right. So she she made me, like, go that extra mile. So my, my castmates were a part of how I prepared, too, because each of them, they just woke me up and, and they they made it easier for me to do my job. And I just love y'all. Thank y'all so much. You love no, me. No, I love you too. And, I love you too. And you know what, London? I have to say that, you know, in my experience with all of the... Um, my clients that I really live with, um, Buster and Eve, for like six, seven years on sets. One of the things that he, I used to always do is take them out of their trailer and have them watch the Jeffrey Wrights and the Sam Jacksons and all of these, because you, that's where you learn also as an actor. But there's some natural instincts that I saw in you at the reading. And I just want to say, you guys, all this, this film is a must-see. Um, but I was really surprised when um, with your work, London, to see another side of you. And that's all I'm going to say. And um, to know that that exists in you, you have a whole plethora of characters in you, Sybil, that need to be explored. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and Thank I don't know you. why I'm I don't know. Y'all don't know Sybil. This was in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, we do. I'm 45. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! I was, God, trying, to, I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, I, I, I so, so, so Sybil. For those of you who don't know, Sybil had thirty-two um, personalities. personalities. She was a schizophrenic. She, played by, I, I think, know. was it Sally Fields who played that character? Yeah, I, I can't remember I her name, but I remember it. Yeah, iconic movie, very iconic. But um, I want to ask this question to all of you guys because what I don't want to do is lose the time, and we usually get this um, five-minute warning when I have to do it, so we haven't gotten it yet. Um, but I do want to ask all of you, um, we have aspiring actors, we have working actors who listen to our show and support our show. What type of advice, and for you, starting with you, Ty, because you can just give us <laughs> producing, writing, directing, <laughs> there's a laundry list of your skills. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give people who have, especially during this time, to keep that synergy up, keep, you know, stay present, but looking positive into the future because not everybody has the resilience yeah. to get through and be okay in the strike. Yeah. So yeah. What, would you, what advice would you give them, Ty? And then, you know, it's open to you guys. Um, right now, what I, the advice that I would give everybody is to do like a combination of several things, you know, uh, practice you know, is one of the things that we have to still continue doing. I mean, if you're doing that in the mirror, if you're doing it in the shower, if you're doing it, you know, duo with a group or organization or a session practice. And then another thing I would say, I would say is to play, like have some fun during this time, because then you find out more about yourself because every season we always find a different version of ourselves that we might be recreating or we might be tapping into and you know you don't know when that time really is like you go mm. back and you look at you know a few years ago or even a few months ago and you say wow I was there okay but now I'm here right, right. and then you know look look firmly at the future and and force yourself to be there right so you know mentally I'm already there where I want to 
have my second home, right? I'm already there. So I know the groundwork that I have to lay and what I have to do to get my second home. I'm already there filming the next project, right? I'm already there mentally, not only because I'm in preparation, but because that's that's what I'm studying. That's what I'm putting my mind to. And of course, you know, love love on those supportive people that are going to love on you. Like right yes. now, I'm at a time in my life that there's some people that I don't ever care to see ever again. But that's what love, right? So right. Like, I'm not going to surround myself around those people, right? I want to, I, I want to fuel myself with, um, with the people that I believe that are always going to support me, and you know, I'm able to reciprocate that. So it's like, stay professional, you know, find find your voice within all of this, have some fun, and do the groundwork. Beautiful. Yep. Danielle? Oh, oh, I thought Danielle was saying she was, <laughs> she was clapping. Okay. That was awesome, Ty. I would say even the show being called The Spirited Actor, um, this industry, this 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 level of creativeness will push you beyond your carnal ways. So you definitely need to be rooted, grounded in a spiritual place for when things around you don't look like what it is. Like when Ty said you're trying to put your mind in a place, you know, it's like you, you're you're already there. You don't have the budget. You don't have the cast yet. You don't have maybe, you know, that support of the producers, people that believe in you. But you have the vision. So your spirit is going to be that place where it allows you to hold on to things that eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard. And you have to really, really believe in yourself. And I think for me, when I started to flourish um, outside of myself, because I knew what I was, but I needed someone else to see that, to validate that, not for the validation of me to feel good, but to get a paycheck to do what I like to love. Um, and I think that that was when God really spoke to me and said, you believe in me, but I need you to believe in you the way you believe in me. And we're not always taught that in the culture to believe in ourselves the way we believe in God. And, 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 and that's a big thing. And the belief in yourself will take you so far and, and keep you grounded. Um, because, you know, things will look crazy right before it looks good. Mm-hmm. And I went through, you know, like London and the darkest places took me to a different space of depth. And it's just about being there for yourself and staying down for yourself, being your own best friend, being your own best, you know, and taking taking the um, criticism and understanding that the people who in this industry who sent me to my car crying in tears or who I couldn't get out of bed the next day were the ones that changed my life because they cared about me enough to speak to me in a way that would transition me and also pay attention to the people and the things that allow you to level up or to continue to transition because those are special things and special people. And also, like Ty said, um, removing yourself from things that don't serve you. Because I remember when I was in a space where I'm like, I'm doing the work, I'm here, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm around the people I need to be. And I had a very special uh, Black actress come to me and she said, at this point, it's all about who's around you. She said, it's not even about your talent, yeah. it's about your tenacity. It's about what, what you're around. And so um, paying attention to that, but just believing in yourself, staying grounded and doing the work. This is the time where we get to be in the gym. You know, a lot of actors right now are excited about this break because they're like, oh my gosh, you know, for me, I'm sitting up here like I'm writing scripts and I'm coming up with storyboards and I'm, I'm, take, I'm having a time to step away from what I'm doing and say, wait a minute. 
how do I want to be seen when this all comes back together? Right. right. I create yeah. for myself in this moment that allows me to have this type of platform. And, and as a black woman, that's why I'm so thankful for this, this type of script, because we don't always get this, you know, we, we get typecast, we don't get to go through phases and we play this yeah. one role. And so it's, it's allowing us to be much more multifaceted than we are. So Believing in yourself, getting with good people, and knowing that some important people got some time off right now. Hit them up. <laughs> Come on. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Didn't I tell you she challenged you? See how she speaks? Yes. She spoke like that every day. I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yes. yes. I, I would. Okay, oh, go ahead. No, 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 because I <laughs> got quiet. Um, I would have to concur, but you can go ahead, London, for sure. No, no, no. I was agreeing with Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how we work, too. So, um, but no, I would have to concur. It definitely is a spiritual walk. I think anything that you do is most definitely a spiritual walk, right? It starts within you. You have to develop that spirit, man, so that it can give you the, the power that you need to stand tall in front of the career that you have chosen. <laughs> this career is... Um, you have your ups and you have your downs, right? With the career itself, not to mention the life that you have outside of this. You know, while I was filming, I was facing a lot from eviction to that actually happened. Um, car, I, car accident, no longer had a car to drive. Um, mm -hmm. Trying to figure out where I was going to stay. How are you going to get your next meal? How are you going to figure these things out? A lot of the times you go on set, you don't want to show that you're going through these things. How do you continue? It's just like Danielle said, you have to believe in you more than you believe in a lot of the things that you know are, are you, that you're facing that this too shall pass you know yeah. you have to put yourself in a place where you support you have a strong support system like London mentioned as well that support system was incredible there were so many times no one could catch me in tears but some situations that could have occurred on set could have made me way more emotional than I would have been because of what I was dealing with on the outside right <laughs> but it didn't allow me to stop because of the support system that surrounded me on the outside I have a praying of uh, uh, sisters of uh, praying women that just pray over me. There was times where I wanted to give up. I mm. even told my kids before the year started that, hey, I want to stop. And I think by December, if this doesn't happen, because I've been doing this since 2010. So if this doesn't happen for me by December, I'm stopping. I, I you know, I have to do something different. I'm at an age where I, I just have to do something different. And, and for the life of me, God won't allow me to stop. He says, Nietzsche, yes. I have given you something that yes. you, that I want you to touch other people with, right? Your yes. experiences, you know, so, you know, you have to believe in that, man. You have to believe in that with all that you have. My children, there was time when I was telling them that I wanted to stop. They would look me in my face and say, mom, you are too good. Don't give up now. And I'm like, but I hardly have time and I'm, I'm stretched so thin. They was like, no, mom, it's going to pay off, you know, believe, you know, so. For me, it's 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 your spirit, man. You have you know that is your that is your core. You know, um, one of the things that happened for me on set that was just so monumental was when I had the opportunity to speak to O'Shea and his fearlessness to talk about God, his fearlessness to say how how much God means to him, okay. um, and his, his display of God even on his his page. I've I was raised in the church, you know, but you get into certain arenas in your life, especially when you're dealing with this acting world where it's not really talked about, it's not really, and to see that was just like, wait a minute, Be you, know, you are. 
you are absolutely right. You are absolutely, I am nothing without God. You know, so it's because of him that I exist. It's because of him that I have this talent. It's because of him that I have this desire. So because of him, I'm going to use what he has given me to not only bless myself and my family, my household with, like Danielle said, this income. <laughs> but I'm going to bless them with the with the seeds and the things that I'm going to be able to pour into them about how this journey went for me. Yeah. You know, so, you know, this is just mm. it's this. I am I am absolutely floored at this opportunity, um, at this experience to be here on here talking, you know, even with you, Tracy, I am you just I, you. every day. I swear I'm smiling more and more each and every day at what God has done. When I moved to Georgia two and a half years ago, I did a fast for 70 days. And when I did that fast, I was very intentional that, God, I do not want to leave the same way, the way I left Miami. I didn't come to Georgia to play. And I meant that. And I meant that on every regard. I didn't come here to play about my children. I didn't come here to play about myself. I didn't come here to play about my career choices. And I didn't come here to play about their school and their career choices, right? Because as a mom, right, I'm a mom of three. They tell you, hey, you can't follow your dreams. You can't follow. You have to stop now. It's all about your children. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. That's okay? Right. So right. if I got him and me, he's going to give me the strength. He's going to give me the tool. He's going to give me the resources. And I'm going to believe without a without a, a doubt that God will make a way. So if yeah. there's something that you're passionate about, there are ups and downs, not only in life, but also in this career. But if this is something that you want to do, you know, just believe in yourself. Get that spirit mind right and surround yourself with the people that will support you on this journey. It, you know, I, I don't care what you want to do. It's not going to be easy. But with God, all things are possible. Yes. Um, it took a while. We're in 2020. Yeah. 20, we're in 2023. I started in 2010. Okay. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that is all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. If you have the vision, God will give you the provision. Have faith. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I say the same. Um, piggyback. Um, but one thing I'll add, like to to be real strong on, is 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 that that the faith, the faith is real. Like, yeah, knowing God. Like knowing about God and actually knowing God, like on a personal level, is is two totally different things. And mm -hmm. trusting in that, which in what you believe that you can't see, is a whole nother thing. And, and a lot of times, even growing up, you know, we grew up in a church, you know, but we we just going, you know, because the music sound good and everybody okay. dressed good, and everybody's so polite, you know. But at the end of the day, until you really seek out what is that purpose that you're really there for is you just like everything else you're doing is just wasting your time it's like mm -hmm. going to school i didn't like school because i found out at a young age that school did nothing for me i, I couldn't get into english i couldn't get into social studies and i still can't to this day because i just can't those are things that i like you know but mm -hmm. once i found out what controlled my life which was god i i i had to go reseek after all those years and years and years and years of going to see him in the church. You know, now I got to go and figure out, dang, what was I missing? Where every ch every chance I got to go 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 visit God, whether I was at church or in my own self or mm -hmm. in the atmosphere. In the atmosphere, but once I found that, I was able to see, like, man, everything that I thought mattered, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, everything that we think matters, it don't matter. And, and and like even now, like I, I fought myself with with 
not with our movie, because I love mm-hmm. our movie. I love our cast. I fought yeah. myself for so long, like, man, am I going to do this premiere? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? And I, I'm thinking about this, thinking about that. And like, I, I I thought about everything. But what I didn't add what I know to add, which is God. Like at the end Hello. of the day, when, when, when you just add God to anything, you know he controls all. And when you do it with love and you respect everybody, you do it like, what do you have to lose? Nothing, Nothing. Because before you lose anything, God is the one that has to confirm that, hey, I'm going to relieve you of that. So it's not a loss. He's relieving you of that because he's going to add. He's going to add, too. So if I can encourage anybody on anything today it would be like, seek, seek, seek what's greater than you. Yeah. And like God's will, not your own. And as long as you're loving yourself. And you're willingly giving everybody good energy. You're respecting everybody. You're not going to please everybody. No. You have no, you can't lose. Like no. you cannot lose. People are going to be opinionated about everything, but who cares? It don't matter. You know, it does not matter. And it don't, it don't I'm matter. Tell you what matters. You guys matter. You guys matter. Um, And I can honestly say in listening to all of you, this is why I started The Spirited Actor 27 years ago. And um, I just want to say this, um, Niji, I had the idea for Inside the Black Box for 19 years. Ty is a witness to that. I used to talk to her about it all the time when I came to Atlanta or when we were on the phone. 18 years. Whoa. And and not n- there was no point in those 18 years that I said, forget this, because I'm a little older than all of you. What I can say is that it's not about our time. It's about God's time. And oh, when we that. allow God to have God's time, that's where the tenfold comes in, because yeah. that's when God said, not only am I going to give you an opportunity, Tracy, to have this show, but let's get um, Emmy Award winning Joe Morton to be interested and want to attach himself. And let's get. So we're going into season three where people are calling us to yeah. be on the show. Yeah. And it's a blessing. So I don't care about human beings time. I live in God's time. And that's okay. perfect time. Always on time. Yeah. So I want to thank all of you guys for your advice. But I'm going to ask you guys to just hold tight because Elsa is going to come on with two actors who are just going to ask questions. We have two questions. I don't know who they're directed to, um, mm-hmm. but we're going to take the questions. And then we have a break right after that. Wait a minute. Can Elsa? we get Oh, but don't forget when we close that maybe we can have London say, you know, like something because we didn't get we didn't get London real quick. But look, Wait. she just stepped away from the chair. London, sorry, y'all, y'all, hurry up. up! I needed some tissue. Yeah, yeah, we need London. we need for her to give give her plug for all of those inspiring. Go ahead, London, because yeah. I heard your quote. I didn't know if that was your plug, but go yeah, ahead. That was, you know, y'all took me out. I told you that's <laughs> what my cat, my cats have been doing this since I met them, since the table read. Everything they said, um, absolutely. I lost my niece to a mass shooting during yeah, the- Yeah, I'm so sorry. We we all heard, yes. Thank you. Um, but yeah, this was a, a, a unique- circumstance that was designed by God long ago, long before I ever met Ty or even knew that I I possessed that talent. And so I felt that from the moment that we did our table read that I belonged there and I was supposed to be there and that God was going to be there alongside me as long as I took on the position, did the work, had the faith 
And um, yeah, I, I don't want to speak too much about it because I think that they spoke um, to everything that I, I feel and I agree. Yeah. To thank you God so first. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Elsa, who do we have? Yes, today we have Miss Nicole Marie Hunt and we have Mr. Sean Mintz with us today in our audience. Nicole, you can go up first with the question. All right, thank you. Hi, Tracy, good to see you again. Hey, Nicole. (laughs) Um, I'm loving listening to this conversation. I'm going to need tissues soon as well. Um, I was wondering, and it kind of goes with what you guys have been talking about, when COVID, we had lockdown and, and that whole period of time, I think as as a society, we learned that we can work differently and you know, businesses found out that they could still be profitable and let their employees work from home and be with their families. And all of these things kind of changed and allowed us to reprioritize. And so um, my question is, what are some of the things other than self-tapes that you feel we've learned through COVID that we should continue to implement or or not um, but what are kind of two of the lasting effects of lesson, lessons learned from COVID from that time well that helped me to learn more about myself I was forced to I was stuck in the house with myself Whew. could you imagine so I had to learn more <laughs> about me and I think um pre-COVID we just existed in the world and we we moved for everybody else like we didn't move for ourselves or, or we didn't get to know ourselves. We kind of mimicked what was happening or what was popular or what was being done. So COVID definitely got me into my creative box because you had to come up with things to do to, you know, keep your tools sharpened if you were still interested in acting or anything that had to do with the arts or whatever. So um, I think that we should do that more often. Like I love when Danielle just spoke about people not being at work, but really being at work because now you're yeah. at work on self, self projects and you're, you're owning your creativity and your things that you've always known about yourself, but was either too afraid or limited resources made it where you couldn't put it out there. But now you get to be creative. And I think that the pandemic started that we used to gravitate to famous people, but notice during the pandemic, because everybody was at home, everybody was plugged into the internet. So people became influencers who you never knew, you never heard of. They didn't go to, you know, some school or be signed to some type of, you know, major label or um, box office. You know, they everybody just became creative. And if you were good, you were great. But I think that 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 started with spending time with yourself, recognizing your greatness and, you know, like sharpening your tool. So I think that we should do that more, spend some time with ourselves, get to know ourselves and be confident in it. And, you know, I, I just think that we should do that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Excellent. Um, if I can add on just from an actor standpoint to what she said, the things mm-hmm. that I appreciated from COVID, um, I was a part of a lot of test groups when acting class went virtual. I was in a very intensive scene, scene study class with Kevin Benton, my amazing acting coach. Um, but 
for me, I noticed that everyone in the class hated, like right now, how we see ourselves in this box, you know, and that's all we have. So I was used to being in class three times a week in mastery class and creating, setting up these scenes. And I fed so much off of what the other actor had that it took away a little bit of my instincts of playing. So when I was put into this box and we were doing these scenes together, you know, I can't see your hand reaching for something. I can only see what's within this box. So it, it made me push harder for my instincts as an actor and not rely so much on the other person which was when we got back to set and we were so separated you know what I mean I went back to this box that I had been learning in because I did I wasn't not saying you know we weren't playing and depending on the other actor but I was able to bring 110 150 percent without you know being as close to that person or being able to build as much or being able to go in their trailer and have lunch with them and do those kind of things that we were just restricted from doing we went back so for me acting class going virtual it upped my instincts it up the game. Um, it it just took my my acting to another level as far as relying on myself more. And you know, you have those mean actors where you might go on set and it's time for your coverage, and they might go to their trailer and let their stand in stand there and not give you that what you right. need that we depend on. So this whole box thing, it taught me to to dig deeper within myself and to be able to give. And when we got back to set, it was so many restrictions and, you know, it, it helped me. And I went back to that box. So I enjoyed this level of not being in class and not smelling that other person and not being able to see that drip of sweat on their head and just having you go deeper into your toolbox and just doing the work. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we can have um, the next question and Ty. Nietzsche or Anna Sean, O'Shawn, O'Shea, sorry, you can uh, okay. answer as well, O'Shea. Okay, so Elsa, who's our next question? Next up, we have Mr. Sean Mintz. Sean, hey, Sean. question for the cast. Oh, okay, great. So, um, what's up, guys? Um, congrats hey, on your film. That's, that's super dope and cool. I'm going to keep my question simple. So, what's your plan and your goals for 2024 when the strike is over, hopefully? And we're back at it. Well, I, I can start that one. Um, first of all, if you ain't learned nothing through COVID, don't you, if you're waiting for 2024 to get, get something cranked, if you're waiting on this strike to end to get something cranked, you you are already taking a loss. You know, um, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, the, the strike ain't never going to end. Because what if it doesn't? So what if the strike don't end? You got some people who are actually waiting on the end, right? And I think it may end, but like, what if the strike don't end? At what well, point are what at what point are you as an individual going to have to accept that? Is it going to be in twenty twenty four because it's still going to be going in, and then you're going to be thinking about what you what you should have been thinking about now, which is forget the strike. You only can control what you control with. And, and really, honestly, you can't control nothing, you know, control your relationship with God. And you better pray that, you know, his will connects with yours. And hey, if I could get on another acting job, regardless of what it is, I, me personally, because I control what I do. I'm getting on whatever I could get on because nothing, nothing is promised. You know, I, I was an engineer. Danielle talked about a box. That same box. What COVID taught me, that box that I was in, I was an engineer in 2020. I was an engineer. But when COVID came, it relieved me of having to go to work for the man and allowed me to work for myself. We got yes. so much time. And in doing so, it allowed me to dig deep 
And and look where I'm at now. I've never acted a day in my life, but look where I'm at now. So like it's these little tiny boxes that traditionally we're just so used to being in, you know, get up and go to school or get up and go to work or get up and, you know, but we got to get outside of that. Like, why, why are you thinking about 2024? Why are you ain't thinking about, about next week? Because I'm thinking about our premiere. That's about the, 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 the closest I could get. But I got something I got to host an event tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I, can't, I can only imagine where I'm going to be in 2024. But right. I ain't worried about the strike. I ain't worried about, man, whatever we did in the past, that's gone. You, you can't get that back. Only thing you got right, right now is the time and what you're doing with it today. So. I, I can only imagine if God allows us to see tomorrow, yet alone see 2024, what I could be doing. There yeah. ain't no. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hi. Well, I'm going to let Niji go, but I'll just okay. say one thing. Um, for me, for 2024, I'm just, you know, staying hopeful and, and making sure that those seeds that I have already sown from way back when, Right. Mm -hmm. And those that I've sown for this year and last year, you know, normally you don't see that harvest until a little bit later. And I'm not talking about Mm -hmm. what's in the backyard and the the garden. Okay. But I'm, I'm talking about, you know, futuristic. And so I'm, I'm sure to be checking off some of my um, long-term goals because, you know, short or long, you want to be able to check them off. You want to accomplish those things that you have been set out to do. And it's really an assignment from God, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a goal list and an assignment list. It's all together. Mm -hmm. And it's all his, all is his work that he's asking me to do. So, you know, I'm intentionally moving into 2024 because I want to be able to check that off for him. Yes. Amen. And last but not least, Ninji, how you feel? Ninji, Ninji's driving. I think she's driving. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want her. You know, I yeah. feel her energy though. I really do. Yeah. Before she went off, I felt her energy. So yeah. I'm gonna hold on to that. But if there's Sorry, any, guys, come, I, I am. I am driving. Be safe. But I did. I still wanted to make sure I said my my proper goodbyes and and make sure I say you know say something to everyone. But um, just to piggyback on what O'Shea said, London said, and uh, as well as Danielle, when you know after this strike, it's just like you know we don't know when it's going to end. Um, what do you do? They always tell you you know you prepare, prepare for your next move. What is something that you are interested in? Maybe it's, maybe this is your opportunity to start working on something to get even more. Creative. Whether that's becoming a writer, becoming a producer, becoming a creator, whatever that is, maybe this is your moment to start doing that. So when the strike is open, now you just opened yourself a, a whole new opportunity, a whole new lane for you to do something even greater. So you just yeah. never know. It's always about preparation. You know, when preparation yeah. means opportunity, this is your time to strike. Um, you know, no pun intended, but you know. Yeah. But um, um, I just want to say I am so blessed to be here with you, Tracy Moore. Thank you so much. Oh, so you're welcome so much. Thank you. Thank you. I have to bow out early. I feel That's so okay. Sad. We appreciate and love um, your time. Thank love you, Niji. So love you. Love you, Niji. Congratulations again. <laughs> thank you so, so very much. Thank you. Thank you all. You all have a wonderful career to all of this new upcoming actors and even the actors that are very much seasoned. Continue your journey. Full throttle. Come on. <laughs> Amen. And put both those hands on the wheel.
Can't travel. I know. Thank you, Michi. Okay. Um, that was great. You guys, oh my God. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. Thank you. Loved it. Um, so when we come back to the spirited actor, we're gonna have Nicole and Sean. They're gonna perform a scene. They are spirit actor OGs, and um, they have a scene for you guys. Okay, so we'll be back on the spirited actor podcast with Tracy Moore. Stay tuned. We still have a taste of betrayal cast with the director, producer Ty Johnston. Okay, and we'll be right back. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And I'm so excited because we still have two of our stars from A Taste of Betrayal that's going to be on Tubi August 30th. We need everyone to watch on August 30th and support this amazing cast. It really is a great... I've I've been really blessed to sit in the table read. I'm not going to tell you guys anything. You have to see it on Tubi August 30th. So we still have Danielle LaRoche and O'Shea Russell with us, and they're going to give us some of their feedback. In class in session, we have a scene from a Spirited Actor alumni, and we have two of our Spirited Actor OGs. Um, Elsa will introduce them, and we will read the scene. Yep, yep. So today in the class in session, we have Miss Nicole Marie Hunt. Welcome, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Thanks for having me. And we have Mr. Sean Mitz. Welcome, Sean. Hey, thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you, Sean. Okay, on you, Elsa. So today we have an action. Cycles, written by Leanne Amato. Interior therapist office morning. So... Here I am again. Is it the same woman? No, but um, same reason. This time feels worse. Feels like they pulled everything out of me or something. And I don't know how I'm going to come back from this one this time. Well, start by telling me what happened. But four years now. And she's going to tell me that it's her, not me. That she needs to work on herself. She needs to find herself. I mean, it's the same exact thing the last one said. And I'm trying to understand and figure out what's wrong with me. Because this is happening again. Well, did you see the same signs again that we discovered last time? Yeah, some of the same signs. So what made you see them and choose to ignore them? He thinks about it. I guess I figured if I poured into her and loved her in an unconditional way, that that will be enough. That they'll fix what's broken. (laughs) Then my love will fix it. Well, love does heal, but you can't heal or fix or save someone else. And like we discussed last time, the, uh, the the hero complex in you. It could make someone else feel like there's something wrong with them. And in a relationship, people want to feel equal, not less than. Also, real healing could only really come from self-work. So my question is this. Why are you attracted to things that you perceive as needing fixing, as opposed to someone who's in an equal space 
of self-work and healing like you are. Do you think the possibility, do you think the possibility of meeting someone who's in a good space intimidates you? Do you not feel worthy of that? How can someone who's focused on their flaws have time to inspect my own? How does that make you feel? Like a cop out. We often attract a reflection of ourselves. We usually want who we want to be, but we're attracted to who we are. So this isn't as much about them as it is about seeing yourself. Until then, the pattern will continue. I'm so sad right now. I, I, I can't think about anything else. And you don't have to. You're mourning. Be easy on yourself. And scene. Good job, you guys. Wow. Uh, so, Danielle, O'Shea, whatever you have, notes, feedback, this is an open forum. Cool. Um, I think it, it felt good for me. I immediately, the look of the character was there, um, you know, therapist, client, I felt that. Um, I felt that there could have been a little bit more air, a little bit mm-hmm. more breathing. I felt that it was rushed a little bit. And um, there were times where, you know, it's just, you know, when your therapist asks you something, a lot of times it's not like the back and forth banter of a friend. It's like, wait, you're asking me something that no one else asked me. You're taking my mind to a different place. So I would have wanted to see that set in a little bit more um, for your characters. But I did feel that the the essence of the characters was there. I do want to say to Sean, um, when things do happen to you in your scene, um, use that because what's so awesome is that your, your your character was already frustrated and disgruntled and sad so when that person was calling you instead of you saying i'm sorry to us you could have been like see man stuff just it'd be messing up for me you know mm-hmm. what i mean you, you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Care, yeah. and that way you never take it out of the scene because when that director it, you never cut yourself never cut yourself um, you know, you could have a bird fly into your scene and freaking fly into your face, or you could have a bird poop on you, and you can use that. It could be gold. Mm-hmm. Those are the moments that become iconic. Those are the moments that we say, "My God, that wasn't in the script." So I just want to encourage mm-hmm. to, to disruptions right. and interactions to push that character. But I just felt it was, you know, the characters were there, the essence was there. Um, it felt like a first take, right? And the director would come mm-hmm. in, and think, you guys. Get in there, and I, I want to commend you, Sean, on on um, showing us where you are without telling us at first. I even wish that that beginning beat was just a bit longer because you know when 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 you sat there, you looked around. You know, I felt as though you'd been there before. I felt as though you didn't want to be there, and um, you know, I I do a little casting and directing too, and we can feel when you push yourself beyond your natural instinct. So if you wanted to take more time to fill that room and you spoke sooner, that can be felt, right, by a director. Mm. So we respect your time. You never want to rush yourself. And I, I feel like it was just, it, it. that's all it was. It was just, it just needs to be a little more time, you know, uh, mm-hmm. space within there. Um, because I would have loved to see, you know, Nicole look at you in this, mm. you know. And when you said you were mm-hmm. sad, um, I felt that, but I know I could feel it more. 
Right. And I do feel you have mm-hmm. things around you. So I do encourage you to use those distractions to push your character and to stay in it. Right. Let somebody have to snatch you out of it. But it was a beautiful scene. And uh, thank Aww. you guys. So much. I'm excited to see more of your work and more of your faces in the future. I thought it was awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Thank Danielle. You. Appreciate that. Thank you, Danielle. Oh, shit. Yo, yo. <laughs> um, to piggyback, but not piggyback. I definitely, um, especially at the beginning, the beats were really quick between you two. It was almost like it was premeditated. Like one thing I was taught, because I'm still learning. I'm I'm in the learning stage. I've been blessed with a, a, a wonderful opportunity with this movie, with my role that I'm playing on, on, on all the all the Queens man. But I'm truly a student. But I've been blessed to be blessed by some of the most, yeah, like Danielle and Mr. Perry and, yeah. and Ty and so many wonderful people that's been around me to give gift me things. And one thing that somebody taught me was that listening, that listening hmm. is everything. Hmm. Like listening to your castmate and not just with your ear, but with your soul. And like when you do that, it's like when I was when I was watching you guys, I was reading you guys. I had to like stop my whole my whole self so I can feel and like we can feel like the same way Danielle can feel like it was a little you like I felt you guys were in character. But I felt like there was so much more, you know, like it felt like it was like she said, like a first take it did. And I can also tell like on the back end. It kind of got settled, and I could feel you guys come a little bit more to your characters. No, you know, no, you know, but you can. Okay. Yes, I'm saying. Yeah, like you oh, could just you can wait. You can wait those. You can wait those beats. You know, as a therapist, you could easily like you could settle into what he said, and you could reminisce about last week about what he said, and like we can know that from you that feeling that you get. But you guys were kind of like, okay, my turn, your turn, my turn, and it could have been. There's so much more that you guys can hold in those beats and just and like that speaks in themselves because, you know, that 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 anticipation of I wonder is he thinking that because it looks like he's thinking that I wonder is she thinking that because it looks like she's giving that. And then that confirmation comes through. Damn, that's exactly what the fuck I thought you was, you know, like it like but like everything like everything was everything you guys did was great. Like I like I have nothing but like. We can always be better, you know, and like it's Amen. a lot easier when you're looking from the outside. We're just looking from the outside, you know, but since, since we are, I'm going to give you what I, what I can see from the outside. And I hope you guys can take it and, you know, and, and use it, you know, some, somewhere down the future. But, you know, definitely looking forward to uh, it, it, seeing you guys on the same set as me in, a, in the near future. <laughs> Thank you, O'Shea. Ladies and gentlemen, please, once again, please put your hands together for Danielle LaRoche and O'Shea Russell, two of the stars for A Taste of Betrayal that is going to be on Tubi August 30th. We are going to shout this from the mountaintop. We're going to play these drops every single day. We so appreciate, love you guys. And Sean and Nicole, great gems that were just dropped. And you've heard some of them before, so that's great. Everybody, put your hands together once again. Danielle Roach and O'Shea Russell, thank you for your diamonds, emeralds, and pearls. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you you all. Thank you so much. And we'll have you all again. 
Because we had, you know, Ty is family. We go, we are following you guys. Awesome. <laughs> so, yes. All right. Take care, Danielle, and have a successful, healthy, beautiful, beautiful delivery. Thank you. Okay. okay. Guys, thank you, Elsa. Thank you, Spruce. This is beautiful. The energy is amazing. I uh, appreciate all you guys. Tracy, thank you for never giving up. Thank you for answering the call. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for your obedience. And just thank you for all that you do for our community and that you continue to do. And thank you for your tribe. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to hang out with Spruce. I feel like he's a fun time. Uh, oh, he is. <laughs> he is. If you look in the dictionary, he is a fun time. You'll yeah, see I feel that. So thank you guys so and much. Oche, and, and you'll come back, Danielle, because, you know, we got to have y'all on individually and hear the stories. I can't, uh, you know, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, in your next project or once the strike is over, but we'll, we'll get you guys back on. And I want to say one more thing. O'Shea, can you please tell us, because we have heard about this store and you said it has been around. Please tell us about your store. Oh, yeah. Well, we're an embroidery. Uh, we're a embroidery mm -hmm. shop, but uh, we also do print. Uh, we sell many different items. We we could do it all. If you need something custom done, we could do it all. We're here at uh, Newport News, Virginia, inside of Patrick Henry Mall. Um, three quarters is 757 three quarters is what we're called. Um, and uh, I'm giving y'all the wrong thing because I got two businesses. This is 757 <laughs> Thread Impressions is this one where I'm at. Thread in Patrick Henry, Patrick Henry Mall. <laughs> Thread Impressions 757 because we're in seven cities of Virginia, of course. But um, yeah, right next to Bath and Body Work, but don't go over there. Come over here, but we'll use that as a reference, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to support both of you guys. Thank you so much. When we come back on the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, I'm going to give you guys some love. Just a little bit of love. And now it's time to give love. August 15th, 1983. 40 years I've been in New York City. 40 years I've created a life, new friendships, families. I took a risk 40 years ago and I said yes. I made a choice. Am I going to go to L.A.? Or am I going to go to New York? I decided New York because it was 3,000 miles away. It was a totally new beginning for me. And I would never, ever change or regret anything about my journey. In life, when we choose to grow, we get out of our comfort zone. It's important for us to get out of our comfort zone. It's important for us to stretch. It's important for us to grow. It's important for us to have challenges, obstacles and hurdles to test our character and for us to be reintroduced to the truth of who we really are and who we are as spiritual beings with a mighty power and a vision of creativity and manifestation. And we know this. I want you to take five minutes every morning and write down what it is that you choose to manifest today. And at the end of the day, look at that list and sit in gratitude and also thank in advance. Because I guarantee you, when you live in your truth of being a creator, you will see thoughts turn into things. 
Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.